we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. All right, listen, on last week, um, we, we carried on this teaching and we're here again talking about um, living in the rest of God. Of course, as you know, Hebrews chapter 3, the last verse, says that they could not enter into his rest because of unbelief. Uh, rest is why many people are in hospital, the lack thereof. Not resting, not being at a place of confidence in God. You've got to understand this life is never going to go on pause. Go ahead and say that. Life is never going to go on pause. It's not going to happen. And so you have to just, just settle that in your mind. Uh, I know that boy sang it, but it ain't going to happen. We are not going to stop the world and let you off. It's, it would be cool, but it's not going to happen. It's going to keep on moving. But the believer, we got to be different. And I, I am so consumed by this message uh, to let the church know that we got to be different. We all go through, but we must go through differently. We, as people of God, cannot be people of toil. What's toil? Long, strenuous, fatiguing labor. That should not define the believer. We showed you last week through the word of God that when those disciples, Bishop Perry alluded to you, when the, alluded to it earlier, when the disciples were in the boat, the Bible says, and when Jesus saw them toiling in rowing, when Jesus saw them toiling in rowing, not when Jesus saw them rowing, but when he saw them toiling in rowing. Ain't nothing wrong with you rowing. The problem is when you're toiling in rowing. We don't get to our destination by way of toil. We get there by way of rest. And I don't care what's collapsing in your life, the believer never has permission to leave rest. One more time. I don't care what is happening in your life, you never get permission to leave the place of rest. That is supposed to be the residence of all believers. And, and I'm saying this to this house like this because I felt so much power as we prayed for the nation just now. I felt so much anointing as we were in worship. But my problem is with all this power and all this anointing, we still ain't resting in God. We're still allowing life to, to leave us disheveled. I'm trying to use nice words. Let me talk Bahamian. To leave us bust up. I learned this when I was over at his church. Leave us toe up from the flow up. 
Glory to God. That should not be the, no one should know when you're going through. How, how everybody know that you're stressed? People who don't know you know you. You know how much folks think I'm rich? I know. They're supposed to. People are convinced Dancer Roll don't have a care in the world. Those of you who've been there for, for more than seven years, when, y'all remember the feeling when y'all heard, when y'all heard that Robin and I, our house was in the papers, was about to go in collections because we were that behind in the mortgage. And y'all like, who? Our pastor? Not the way he's dressed. Not the way he jokes and laughs and have a good time. There's no way. Hold on. His house was going in the paper, but he went on a cruise last year. I mean, if the house going in the paper, my might as well cruise. I told that story before. We went to this. A friend of ours said, listen, man, I want to be a blessing to you all. Robin and I was in the office, in his office. He was writing the check. He says, you want me to write it out um, to Royal Bank? No, Robin said, write it out to Destinations. <laughs> True story. No, write it out to pay for the cruise and the airline and the hotel. Write it out to them. You sure we ain't going to give it to Royal Bank? Yeah. Don't worry about that. You know, those of you who cruise, you know, we are on that cruise. You no know, see any man who come with taking pictures. Picture? Yes. <laughs> we took a thousand pictures. I left every one of them on that boat. <laughs> we, we left every one of them on that boat. Glory to God. <laughs> we, we right now, we still traveling the world. We all around. Robin and Denzel, our pictures all over there. Rest should define us. And I told you this before, that toil erodes faith. Because toil puts the responsibility on you. Toil takes your life out of God's hand and puts it in your hand. You, you, Lord God, Apostle Leon Wallace told you that. God, go work it out. God, God. You, you trying to fix these stuff and trying to work these things out, that ain't your job. My stress is not my responsibility. So when I see it coming, I give it away. Are you hearing what I'm saying? All right, so um, we've, been, we've been working this and talking this, and I want to take it a little deeper this morning. Um, the devil's offering to us is toil. God's offer to us is rest. We said this last week, I'll make this declaration again. Say this, I will have gain without pain. Say it again, I will have gain without pain. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich, and he added no sorrow with it, neither will toil increase it. Amen. Someone shout, the blessing is on me. You don't sound like you're convinced about it. Say it again. Say, the blessing is on me. All right, I need you to convince yourself. One more time, shout it. Say, the blessing is on me. If you're convinced the blessing is on you, what you stressing? I need 17 of y'all to get up, turn around quick, and then shout, and then sit back down. Glory to God. The blessing is on me. Glory to God. 
Tela bahandela bahandu do bahushka bahaya. Mikura bahaya. And some of y'all need to do it while you're laying down stressing and can't sleep. Get up out your bed, turn around quick and shout, the blessing is on me. And lay down and go to sleep. Glory to God. He promised us rest. And when you know this blessing is on you, you can rest. The Bible is loaded with examples, especially the life of Jesus in the New Testament. How he never allowed life to pull him from the place of rest. Never did. Glory to God. I so love the story in Acts chapter 12. By God, Paul was, was it Paul? No, it wasn't. It was Peter. Peter was locked up. They didn't lock that boy up. Peter locked up between soldiers. And uh, the soldiers are there. The Bible says he is he surrounded uh, by uh, this, this, these soldiers. And, and uh, Peter lays his head on the soldier's armor. Because the Bible says that when the angel came to Peter, Peter was sleeping. This dude in a dungeon, he's locked up, surrounded by soldiers. Herod didn't say, we can kill him in the morning. Peter is in there sleeping. He's sleeping so hard, he didn't even hear the angel's chariot pull up. The angel pulls up on Peter, and Peter's still sleeping. The angel got to wake him up. This is the Bible, you know. Where's that in Acts 12? Acts 12, verse 7. And when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was what? Between what? I told you, he was sleeping on your boy's shoulder. He told the soldier, move your spare. Peter, Peter's sleeping on dude's shoulder. Dude, Peter drooling on the dude. <laughs> Peter, Peter is there drooling on dude's shoulder, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. Watch this. Go ahead. Right. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. Now, now you know this. It's hard to sleep when a light comes through the window. You just feel that thing coming through. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't, Robin is get up early and like open the window. A problem with that. I, if I stay home all day, it'll be dark all day. Because I want to stay in the atmosphere of sleep. Don't change the atmosphere. I want the atmosphere to stay conducive for the move of God. I like to stay in the place of rest. She like open open curtains. What you open the curtains for? Even close. You know, don't change the atmosphere. That's what the enemy does. <laughs> Behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he, the angel, smote Peter on the side. And watch this, had to raise him up. This dude was sleeping so sound, the angel had to hit him and say, boy, wake up. Peter was in such, now this ain't Jesus, this Peter. This is the one that used to cuss. Y'all know Peter, read it, Peter. The one who used to fight. Peter. Peter. This dude is in such a place of rest with a hit out on his life. In prison, the angel has to shake him and wake him up. 
And this is where God has called for every one of us in this room to be. And I'm telling you, this is where we're going to live. We should be convinced now that regardless of what happens, regardless of how many layoffs happen in this country, regardless of how many hotels close down, he that keepeth life neither slumbers nor sleeps. This church should not need a pep talk. We should know how to rest. I do not join pastoral colleagues in this conversation about how rough it was, how rough it is, how rough it's going to get. Don't invite me. I'm not coming because where I live in, it ain't rough. I live on the fun side. Glory to God. Uh, okay, let's just go in. He, he then, let's, let's go to this text. Let me, let me do this and get you out here before 12. Look at the text. It says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Now, I want you not to miss this. Um, the text, Jesus in this text, sets some preconditions for rest. There are preconditions for rest. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Watch this now. He's, saying, he's given us the key to get rest. And he's showing us something that's very crazy in this text. He showed me this to, to me. I was, I was shutting it down. It was, I was trying to stay up till 316. Because an, angels move at 316. I made it to 216. I couldn't make it over it. I shut it down. I, I made it to 216. I didn't make it to 316. But at, 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 about, at about quarter to two, I'm shutting it down. And I'm, I'm meditating. And uh, he brought this to me. I had to get back up and, and start doing this. He said, look at the text. I've shown you that everybody is not qualified for rest. I said, what? So I'm reading it. He says, everybody ain't qualified. I'm reading the text. And the text says, come unto me who? And I'm saying, come on now, Lord. What you, God, can't you read? The text says, come unto me who? All. He says, everybody ain't qualified for rest. And this is what he says to me, Janae. He says, what he says to me, he says, people who are not laboring are not fit for rest. The first set of people he says to be dancing, he says, you cannot preach to people who are lazy. He says, because lazy people have their rest. They are living in their rest and not my rest. Because my rest has labor. So he says the first announcement to make is that all those people who are busy doing nothing, he says, I have no rest for them. God, I wish you could look at your neighbor and do, but don't do it though. They can get offended. Ask them, what are you doing? I have a job. No, what are you doing? Because you don't do nothing on your job. You only go to work. No, going to work, that's not a doing. What are you doing? What is the indelible mark that you're leaving in the earth? What's the imprint? He says, he says, son, I don't want you to cause people who are lazy and lousy to believe I got rest for them. He says, they have 
their rest. They rested now. I said this before. Jesus never called anyone who was doing nothing. Neither did God. On the backside of the desert was Moses when God called him. What was he doing? He wasn't there just chilling. He was there, get, get, I'm, I'm leading the sheep. His father lost sheep. Lord God. Gideon was hiding in the wine press, but he was still threshing wheat. He was doing something. God, he never called nobody who was doing nothing. Matthew was teething, but he was still collecting taxes. He was on the job. Peter was mad that he didn't catch them, but he was still cleaning his net. Paul was, 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 was killing people. But he was busy. Paul was on the job. On his way to kill every Christian in Damascus. And Jesus says, I could use him. The reason you are living without purpose is because you're lazy. I'm trying to find my purpose. No, you're lazy. Oh. I've been saved all this time and I really want to know why I've been born. But while you've been trying to know what you've been doing in the time, I mean, you could do something. I've been saying this. Until you find out what you've been called to do, do what you can do. Until you find out what you've been called to do, do what you can do. There's absolutely no excuse for doing nothing. Because there are people with jobs who are doing nothing. Who go to work and doing nothing. And that's why the people who don't have no job have no excuse not to do nothing. Because job don't mean you're doing something. You know, you know what your job is? Your job is really an avenue for you to expand the work of the kingdom. Your job is the vehicle God has given you to now work the work of the kingdom. That, that's, that's, a mark, that's, a, that's a field that God has made available to you. Most, of you. most of you in this house cannot live off your job. Well, put it like this. You can't live the life that God has called you to live. Not with your job. So definitely your job is not supposed to determine your living. And, I, and, and listen, you, you say, anyway, but some people here are making a lot of money. Trust me, the, the more money they're making, trust me, the, the more they need to fulfill their purpose. So you're like, oh, but, but that person is making a whole lot of money. So they, they, they in purpose. No. can't judge where I am based on your capacity. I'm, I'm starting to feel something. It's starting to feel pretty good. You, you, can't, you can't determine the efficacy of, of my life purpose based on your capacity. There could be somebody making a million dollars and doing nothing. Because they're going to be graded on the capacity that God has given them. Not on your standard. 
I remember when I went, when I um, was, was over in that school that Angel and went to. And uh, uh, we, had, we had gym class, and they took us to Gold's Gym. Um, we went to Gold's Gym, and, um, and uh, I was watching everybody lift, you know. They'd be lifting, you know, how to do it. And the guy, um, I hope he ain't watching, his name was Duval. Oh, that boy was weak, boy. That joke. That dude had, they, got, they gave him the light bar. You know, no, you have just a bar, no, no weights on it. And that boy was twisting with the weight, you know. And so I came over him, and I took it off of him with one hand. I said, you all right? And I reacted, you know, and I'm, I'm walking through the gym making fun of everybody, everybody lifting. And I, I, um, um, I, I keep my eye on Deval. Deval doing, he doing his, his arm curls. And he, he got the five pounds. So I take it from him with two fingers, you know, and I start flinging it, you know. And I'm just showing out there in the gym. And then uh, someone was bench pressing, you know, like 110 pounds. I went up 100 and did like 100 reps, you know. And uh, at the end of, of, of gym class, I got a C and Deval got an A. Uh, the coach, my PE teacher at the time, Mr. Markham, he says, Denzel, you never lift, lift it to your ability. He said Deval was wide open. Deval got an A for gym. He gave it all he had. I got a C. He says, Denzel, I really wanted to give you an F. Because I went to his office. I went fussing, fuming. I said, you are out of your mind. I'm the strongest person in here. He said, that's why you got to see and you should have got an F. Because I will not grade you on Deval's ability. Come on, sir. Ah. Jesus says, he says, the people who I'm calling to come to me, number one, are those that are laboring. If you ain't laboring, don't come. That's cool. Jesus says, if you ain't laboring, don't come. And scripture bears it out because he never has anyone around him that ain't laboring, that ain't doing nothing. Jesus, Lord have mercy. One more time, what are you doing? If I took your job away from you, and a couple of y'all, if I took your church title away from you, what would you have left? Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reese Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.